So unchanging, as I'd mentioned earlier, means this is a very stable trait. The good part about that is you can know what to count on in yourself and other people. The bad part about that is if you're trying to change your significant other, you can stop now because that is not going to work. There are some things about how people take action that are natural and are not going to change over time. Welcome to Powered by Instinct, a podcast for professionals who think about how your fundamental nature drives performance. In each episode, Colby experts will interview top performers, team leaders, consultants, and coaches to discuss identifying team members' strengths, aligning those strengths with their jobs, and optimizing individual and team performance. If you're interested in getting more done more naturally, then let's jump in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Powered by Instinct. I'm Amy Bruski. Today, we have a short bonus episode for you. Now, I know when you first got your Colby A result, you remember how fun it was, helpful to learn more about your own Colby strengths in all four modes, backbinder, follow through, quick start, and implementer. But for you to really understand your own strengths, it's important for you to understand what all the numbers mean, not just your own. I recently held a live workshop where I went through all the four action modes and the 12 different ways of solving problems. And I wanna play that for you now. Go back and visit colby.com last find my A, pull up your result and have it available while you go through and listen. So let's talk about your Colby A index and hopefully you have your four numbers in front of you or the result in front of you. And here are a few things that we know about the Colby A. All results are positive. So there's no good or bad, right or wrong Colby results. All of the results are absolutely positive and equal. So where one person might have an eight in one of the Colby action modes and one person a two, those are equally as positive. So people have the same amount of mental energy or striving energy to get things done. You are equal to anybody else in your ability to execute. And what we also find about Colby A results is they're unbiased. So we don't find any differences by gender, age, or race when it comes to Colby results. And it is unchanging. So unchanging, as I'd mentioned earlier, means this is a very stable trait. So what that means, here's the good part about that. The good part about that is you can know what to count on in yourself and other people. The bad part about that is if you're trying to change your significant other, you can stop now because that is not going to work. This is, there are some things about how people take action that are natural and are not going to change over time. What is great about this in the workplace, it is absolutely something that is predictive of who will do best in certain kinds of roles. So the Colby A index itself, you were asked, what would you do if free to be yourself? And I really wanna hone in on that here for a minute because we are not always free to be ourselves. I know that sometimes at home or at work, when you're taking action, you have to do things in a certain way. But you were asked the question, if completely free to be yourself, What would you most likely do and what would you least likely do? And so we're going to focus on that part of you. And that is, if free to be yourself, how would you get things done? So you picked the most, you picked the least, and it gave you this four number result that is very unique to you. This is a picture, by the way, of the Colby A Index. I want to encourage all of you to go back if you haven't done so already and listen to the audio that is available to you. It is Kathy Colby doing an interpretation of your result. So if you'll notice at the top of my slide here, you see the little play bar. And every single slide when you're going through the four modes, you've got some audio there that you can listen to. And as we said earlier, all four of these numbers are equally positive. So let's go through all of the modes now 
And I want to share with you some examples. We always start with these four continuums. There are these four action modes. And everyone takes action in all four of these. There's just a difference on where do you fall in the continuum? So if you look at the very first one there that's red, that's Fact Finder. Fact Finder is how you gather and share information. Follow through is how you organize or design things. Quick start is how you deal with risk and uncertainty. And implementer is how you handle space and tangibles. And I'm going to go through some examples of each one of these here in a minute. So we know that there's this continuum of behavior, and it's on a 1 through 10 scale. And if you fall in the 7 through 10 range, that is how you start the problem-solving process. That's how you initiate action. So I want you to pay special attention right now to look at your numbers and see where do you have the highest number in any of the modes. That's where you start the problem-solving process. That's actually where you'll spend most of your time if you're free to be yourself as well. So there's a time component to this. So if free, that is how you would be taking action. Now, the other end of that continuum, look at the one, two, and three. That is what you counteract or how you prevent problems. And then in the middle is what you react or accommodate. And I'll show you how that all plays out. So we have the four modes. We have these three different zones of behavior, and they come together to make these 12 Colby strengths. So again, you are capable of operating in all 12 of these strengths. But what we know is four of these, one in each mode, is what's most natural for you. So I'd like to stop for a minute here and do a quick poll that we're going to do. In which mode do you have your longest line? And if you actually have two numbers that are equal, like a 7752 in your longest line, go ahead and choose two different items. For those of you that are on our call today, looks like most of you have the longest line in Fact Finder, so 51%, and a close second is Quick Start at 42%. So thank you for sharing that. You can get a sense of who else is on the call. That is, as I'd mentioned, if you look at the highest number that you have, or what we might call your longest line, that is where you will spend most of your time. All right, so let's dissect that Fact Finder mode. FactFinder, again, is how you gather and share information. We all give information. We all receive information. How you do that falls on this continuum from someone who is going to be very specific in that 7 through 10 range up to someone in the 1 through 3 who are going to simplify. So let me give you some examples. And, of course, you've got this on a handout that you received. So um, hopefully you have that in front of you as well. 7 through 10s are going to do their best problem solving when they get to start by gathering details, gathering information, building on what's happened in the past. There are people that are very naturally going to justify their answers or opinions or prioritize. So I know I can count on you, those of you that are initiating or 7 through 10 in Fact Finder, you're not going to guess. I know that if you're going to answer me with a specific answer, that you are striving to be precise and specific you will strive to be an expert. The other end of that continuum, people who are like me, I'm a three in fact finder. So one, twos and threes in fact finders, you're gonna get to the bottom line. You naturally take a great amount of information and you simplify it down to a few bullet points. So your strength is to condense data or simplify, which means that if you're free to be yourself, you're gonna resist getting in the weeds. 
and different kinds of decision making. It's almost like the more you're having to justify or get the details or give details, that will actually take you out of your game. And then those of you that are four, five, and sixes in FactFinder, you naturally accommodate or react as needed. So you can highlight what's important on a bunch of data, review what's already there. You might not do the original research, but you'll take research that's already been done and review it. And if you look at your four numbers, anytime you fall in that middle zone, the four, five, and six zone, that is where you are naturally great at helping one end of this continuum understand the other end. So if you're naturally working with someone who's a seven through 10 and a one, two, and three, you're the person that naturally is the bridge and can interpret one end of the continuum to the other. All right, so that is fact finder. Follow through, how you organize and design. And think of this as a continuum from someone who very traditionally is systematic on the seven through 10 range up to someone in the one, two, and three who is more adaptable. Now, those of you that fall in the seven through 10 range and follow through, you do your best problem solving when you design a plan first, when you absolutely have a system in place for how things get done. And you're the one that naturally gets so much pleasure out of crossing something off of your list. So you bring closure to, to different projects and things that are going on. You do your best work when you can be uninterrupted and when you can finish before you're moving on to the next thing. Now, those of you on the other end of that continuum, one, twos, and threes, your natural way of getting things done is being adaptable. If you have too much structure, you'll actually push back against that because it kind of boxes you in. So you will vary the approach. You're incredibly flexible naturally. And when things aren't going according to plan, you're the person I want in charge because you are going to adapt as needed. And then the four, five, and sixes. These are the people that are going to accommodate a plan or system that's in place. So you might maintain a system that's there. I know I've got a five and follow through. I will take some kind of organizational system that's already there and adapt it to better suit my needs. So you will accommodate as needed to the system and structure or the adaptability that's needed. All right, quick start. Quick start is this continuum that deals with how you handle risk and uncertainty. So think of it as a continuum from someone who is naturally gonna jump in and innovate solutions up to someone who's gonna stabilize. And those of you that fall in the seven through 10 range, you do your best problem solving when you can experiment. You jump in and you try things out. You will brainstorm a lot of different ideas and you're gonna drive options and choices. Those of you on the other end of that continuum, we need you on any given team because you're the person who's going to avoid too much chaos and risk and you're going to stabilize us. So where there are too many options or we are pushing the envelope and things are changing rapidly, you're the person that's going to say, let's maintain, let's keep what's already working instead of changing everything at once. So you naturally stabilize. And then in the middle, those of you that accommodate or react in this area, you'll naturally adjust to change as needed, or you will sustain innovation. So you'll modify. You might not drive an initiating change, but you're going to modify things along the way. And then last but not least, implementer, is how you handle space and tangibles. So think of this as this continuum from someone who is going to naturally build a solution or demonstrate something in three dimensions up to someone who's going to envision or imagine a solution. So I already saw some people chatting in that you've got seven through tens in implementer. 
Those of you that fall in that initiating zone and implementer, you are naturally going to build or handcraft a solution. You're going to demonstrate. Your way of communicating is demonstrating. So you're the person that uses tools to get things done. On the other end of the continuum, one, twos, and threes, you don't have to see it to believe it. You will imagine a solution. You will describe without necessarily needing to demonstrate. And you will deal with work that is abstract and intangible. And then those of you in the middle, you're accommodating as needed. So as needed, if you need to repair something or restore something, you might not build it from scratch, but you will absolutely be someone who will accommodate the need to build things. Now let's talk about these four modes, and I'm just going to give you some really general information about where I see some of these talents in the workplace. So let's go back to the fact finder. Let me pull this back up. What we find in initiating fact finder is people very naturally gravitate towards being a lawyer or legal or maybe an engineering degree, those kinds of things. Seven through tens, they gravitate toward the kind of jobs and they do really well in jobs where they have the time to dig in depth and get in the details and really become an expert in different things. Now, the other end of the continuum, the one, twos, and threes, um, we find that the one, twos, and threes in Fact Finder are the people who do really well as um, app developers, those kinds of things. So anytime you have to simplify information. All right, the follow through, what we find is the people who most naturally fall in that seven through 10 range in follow through, they do really well as pilots. Anytime you have to follow a checklist or a process or a system, and then think of pilots, teachers, people that you need to design systems and plans and absolutely do things systematically. One, twos, and threes, we find that people in sales do really well with being adaptable because you're having to adapt to whatever your client needs. So that's where we fall in the follow through. All right, the quick start, that continuum, the seven through tens tend to be people who naturally gravitate toward things like being entrepreneurial. When you get to create something from scratch, we also find some of that in sales positions. And the one, twos, and threes, think about someone who's a risk manager. I mean, we absolutely want someone working at the nuclear power plant who is running it in the one, two, and three that is actually minimizing chaos and risk. And then implementer, think about medicine. We find our surgeons are the people who most naturally are in that seven through 10 range. In other words, they are creating something. They're actually using tools to perform surgery. They're, they're actually doing hands-on medicine when you're doing that. Versus the other end of the continuum in medicine, maybe a general practitioner, an internal medicine doctor, they'll never lay hands on a patient. They're asking you some questions. They're doing it more in the abstract. A lot of you may come from industries that are more abstract. For example, financial services. We find a lot of people in the one, two, and three in financial services because it is not a tangible, you're actually selling a service. It's not a product that is tangible. So there are two other types of results we haven't talked about that we're going to cover now. One is a facilitator. A facilitator is someone who does not have a seven through 10 in any of the modes. I'm sure we have some on in this call. We find this about 10% of the time. People are a facilitator or what we sometimes call a mediator. This is a fabulous talent to have on a team because they naturally bridge the differences in all the different methods of problem solving. So you may have a facilitator 
on your team, they're your unsung hero. Make sure that you're validating that person's strengths. They need to make sure they are not an independent contributor, but a part of a greater team to do their best work. And then there's what we call transition. Transition is something where when you take the Colby and and you answer, if free to be yourself, what would you do? We were not able to gauge a true consistent result for your answers. Now, transition happens for lots of different reasons. And I was in transition the first time I took the Colby Index. If someone's in transition, it means that when asked to free to be yourself, what would I do? They really are probably in a position where they are not free to be themselves. In other words, they have contradictory answers in how they would most likely get things done. So transition, you're all in transition at some point in time in your career. Again, we find that about 10% of the time. What we find is that this is the one time when we recommend a retake. So it usually happens when people are going through change personally or professionally. So maybe you're in a new role. Maybe you have moved. Maybe that your home situation is different. So it's really hard to self-report what you would do if totally free to be yourself. Okay, so let's go to your Colby A result. And the one thing that I want to highlight the most is that the very first page reminds you that you got a perfect score. And there's this statement at the very top that says congratulations and gives you a few sentences about what is perfect about you. I would love for you to highlight and focus on that because that has some amazing dialogue that you can use when you're describing your strengths to somebody else. So mine says I'm uniquely able to take on future-oriented challenges. That's my aid in quick start. It talks about the fact that I will say yes before I even know the end of the question, which is really true for me. So it's a great summary of your unique strengths that you can use. Thanks for listening to Powered by Instinct. As always, for more information, please visit Colby.com. We can find more information about all our different Colby solutions, your own strengths, and also find a Colby certified consultant who can work with you directly. Thanks for checking out this episode of Powered by Instinct. This show is brought to you by Colby Corp, a company that helps leaders and organizations thrive using the only instinctive strengths assessment on the market. If you enjoyed this episode, then follow Powered by Instinct wherever you get your favorite podcasts or join us online at kobe.com slash podcast for all the latest episodes.